Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome to Let's Create the Revolution Together, a podcast about creating new ways to embody ourselves as humans. If you're here, you're probably well aware of all the shifts that are happening on our planet. Maybe you go with the flow with those changes, or maybe you're struggling to find who you truly are. Either way, this space right here is for you. My name is Marigold Era. I'm an Ayurvedic wellness coach, a spiritual life coach, and a podcaster. I am here to guide you through this reality that we can call the Earth School. I strongly believe that we are here to create new ways to show up as individual and as collective, and that every experience that we encounter is an opportunity to grow and evolve. So grab yourself something to drink, make yourself comfortable, and let's jump right into the next episode. Hello, beautiful beings. Today on Let's Create the Revolution together, I'm meeting with Eric Paulson. So this guy used to be a corporate chef, and after meeting resistance, after resistance, he actually not so long ago chose to step outside his 3D job to shift his life into a more spiritually aligned one. So he's now a PEMF slash Rife therapist and a Dr. Uzui Reiki master. He also integrates herbalism and counseling into his always evolving business. Uh, you can check him out on YouTube, actually. So that is at your essential practice so check him out this is where he's doing all kinds of cool video about like astrology numerology tarot runes and crystals and all kinds of stuff like that he knows that this is the the good time this is actually the time for him to show up differently and so he's going to tell us his story his side his version of this revolution that we're all creating right now. So let's hear it for Eric Paulson. All right. Hi, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I'm sorry if I mispronounce any of the words <laughs> that I did, like the P-E-M-F. Um, I That's wasn't sure. Perfect. Um, so everybody pronounces the Reiki therapy a little differently as well. So that's that's fine. That's I mean, you did perfect. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I actually practiced it a lot because I was like, yeah. how am I supposed to say that? <laughs> yeah. So it's all like just a matter of our accents, right? So yes. like I'm, I say, Dr. Yusui, other people say Yusui, Usui. I know I've heard every variation of it. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Amazing. So let's start where you were actually a chef and then let's start there. Yeah, so I've been a chef for or in the culinary industry for over 29 years. Uh, yeah. I was hoping to get up to year 30 and just retire it would be great. Uh, however, job security in that industry is not a thing yeah. like it is extremely volatile um, as far as longevity goes in any sort of uh, kitchen. And if anybody uh, out there works kitchens or restaurants, you definitely know what I'm talking about. I'm sure a lot of us have had, you know, those part time jobs as dishwashers or waitresses or something of that matter through high school to help kind of make some bills mm -hmm. like in the summer. So that's what it started off with for me. 
and it was kind of an escape to get out of the household at that time too. When um, I turned uh, 14 years old, my father got me a worker's permit for my for my birthday. <laughs> so uh, you know, I was out at that point just starting to work, and I you know started off as a dishwasher, and you know worked my way up the ranks, and um, you know prep cook, you know sous chef was soon to follow, and you know um, uh, throughout time I eventually did become um, an executive chef, and all over the Midwest here is where I've pretty much focused, uh, parts of Illinois, parts of Minnesota, but all over Wisconsin mostly. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, and it's rough. Like, uh, I've been in some very economically depressed areas trying to make ends meet. Um, and during uh, that time as well as a single father. Mm -hmm. So uh, working primarily second shifts, like my heart goes out to any parents who work second shifts, especially you single ones out there. Um, it is, it is hard. Like it is definitely hard and you end up um, so the two main things that happen with people in the culinary industry and especially uh, chefs who are um, overwhelmed with all the stress, like and all this anxiety and everything and it's day to day to day, um, we end up, okay, the first thing is substance abuse is the first thing that a lot of us encounter. And the second is uh, divorce or separation or, you know, familial strife of, of that kind. Um, so I faced both of those mm -hmm. um, and I, um, you know, I, I ended up going through a divorce and being a single father throughout that. Um, and as well as also having my own toxicities to deal with as far as substance abuse goes. And that was mainly alcohol. Um, mm -hmm. I did get into uh, drugs, nothing super bad, um, but, you know, still it was a very bad habit of mine. It was an escape and it's something that diminished, you know, my well-being um, in the long run. So I really had to work on therapies for that. Um, so a little bit of a rewind as far as that goes. I've always been in, into Christianity uh, growing up. My parents had me into um, evangelical uh, at first, and then, you know, later on First Baptist uh, sort of Christianity, those sorts of walks of faith there. Um, a lot of my uh, friends in high school were Lutheran and, and Catholic as well. So I've, atten I've attended those churches and ceremonies mm -hmm. as well. And I really got into like, looking at the differences and the commonalities as well of all these different religions. And so during that time, um, I was about, you know, uh, it was right after I had started working in the industry and I was about 15 years old and my parents were going through a divorce and mm -hmm. that really shook me to the core and kicked off my dark uh, night of the soul, which lasted many years. Um, uh, I'd say if I were to give it a date, I'd say about 2013, 2014. Hmm. Um, and, but I've been working on, on a lot of that, like knowing that the answer for me, the therapy for me was out there somewhere. Um, I went through a lot of different, um, instances where I did try to take it out on myself, uh, through, you know, the substance abuse, when I couldn't find any answers I was looking for, I looked up different religions, different aspects of other religions, and just finding a, that I understood things just a little bit differently than, um, most people that were just like, take it at face value, you know, like, 
you know, let there be light, you know, God flipped the light switch. I'm like, yeah, no, it's a little bit more than that. Uh, <laughs> but I think there's something more, you know, kind of thing. Um, so I always thought there was something more and I always wanted to learn something new every day. And so that became my addiction, right? Mm. It's something new. Um, so when we give up a vice, we, we tend to replace it with another. So when we're releasing an energy, it's good to have something healthy to take its place. Yeah. So that for me became like more into the mentalism and studying things like I got into quantum physics and, and how that agreed with spirituality. Mm-hmm. And in all this time, I was learning, you know, in the chef and the culinary industry, I eventually went and got certified at Le Cordon Bleu through Mendota Heights in Minnesota um, at uh, about the 11 to 12 year mark uh, through uh, uh, my experiences throughout being a chef. And that's around the same time also that um, my divorce started with Mm. uh, my my children's mother. Um, So I ended up having to leave there uh, temporarily. just so I could, you know, band-aid solutions and be a father, you know, and um, make sure the kids were all right and all that stuff, right? And uh, so that, you know, was another part of a dark night of the soul. Like as soon as we think that we're on the way out of some sort of lesson, universe says, oh, yeah, are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, Let's really make sure. (laughs) Yeah, let's put you to the test just to make sure everything you integrated yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's unreal. Like, and and I always thought like, oh, I'm I'm the victim here. Like, the world's out to get yeah. me. I'm like, oh no, kind of like I was asking for that kind of stuff because I I get all cocky and in my ego, I'm like, hey, I just learned this lesson. I'm totally healed now. I'm like, oh. <laughs> So I'm very a lot more in tune now with <laughs> how how we address things, how we address things energetically, um, yeah. and um, really studying um, the the laws of hermeticism and the laws of hermetics. Um, like reading the Kabbalion was a big one for me. Mm. Um, that really, it's like manifestation 101. Um, and that to me um, shed a lot of light on a lot of dark corners of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, along with being a chef continuously throughout like this whole experience, you know, to, to pay the bills, I was a chef, you know, and I've always been a chef and I was, you know, kitchen manager or, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it. Just, I was usually in upper management uh, for about the last 10 years or so in the industry. Um, uh, so after, so the repetitive resistance, what that came from was like, okay, I was starting, um, for instance, I was a corporate chef for Panera Bread at one point, and we were, uh, I was kicking things off with the VP of communications uh, to yeah. start a mental health awareness program throughout the whole corporation um, because I did, you know, express that like, okay, they have a lot of great systems in place and a lot of great outlets. However, this one aspect is missing. And when a lot of like the universe is mental kind of stuff, like what we think we create, I mean, it's all mental, right? So I was thinking, okay, so let's get this started. And they were all on board and everything. And then all of a sudden they came up with some stupid reason to put everything on hold. And I got, I ended up getting suspended for some sort of investigation of of some allegation of something 
from um, I something I said, you know, at work that was like inappropriate. I'm like, really? This is like the first time I've ever come across this in my whole career. Mm. And um, yes, I get it. Chefs can talk, you know, like like that um, and be very egotistical. However, this was very this was pretty recent, like within the last few years where I've I've done like a lot of healing work and I I couldn't even swear at work. So Mm. I definitely wasn't on, you know, that toxic sort of a trip or anything like that. So I'm like, wow, this is new. And you think like if this is something that was um, an issue with me personally, there might be some sort of a trail leading up to that, like some sort of other behavior leading up to that, or some sort of like past work history leading up to that, which there was none. And this was ridiculous. So mm. ended up uh, leaving there. Um, and I started, you know, as a corporate chef for another restaurant. And, you know, I kept met, meeting opposition there. Like I got hired on to fix a lot of things there. Um, and that's like a lot of what I used to do in my past as a, as a, as a chef too, um, especially when I got out of college for that was I would go to different restaurants, kind of like Kitchen Nightmares with Chef Ramsey. Right? <laughs> and I would, I would like educate their wait staff. I would educate their kitchen staff. I gain, you know, like 20% of their business back, um, Mm. that sort of thing. And, you know, be on contract and say, okay, well, if you want to keep me on, it's going to cost you a lot, but you know, this is, you know, the contract that we have. So let's go ahead and meet this criteria and, you know, get them basically from a failing restaurant into a successful restaurant. Mm-hmm. And literally that was my, my shtick for a while. Like my, my email was even culinary hero at Gmail, <laughs> uh, you know, even culinary hero at Yahoo. Like I, w- I had to capitalize on that. Right. <laughs> so like I would just go in and basically save the day. And um, so that's what I got hired for at this last place. Okay. So I, kept meeting opposition after opposition there. And I, I did get hired straight on into upper management and, and I, you know, was able to root out and, and systematically uh, put in place some fixes uh, of, of the, the, the orders that they needed to be right. And I kept meeting opposition from the staff, from my bosses, from everybody. And mm. I go, I'd go home like thinking, like, wow, I'm doing my job, aren't I? Like I'm, doing this right and I was was getting really confused and in my head and in my ego about it like why is it okay and then I was watching a bunch of um, see I watch a lot of tarot on YouTube and and stuff like that like you know a lot of us do right Um, so I was getting a lot of insight um, and they were all saying the same thing like hey Gemini you know because I'm a Gemini me too oh nice (laughs) (laughs) yay um (laughs) So they're like, hey, Gemini, you know, like, hey, if you keep meeting opposition and you know you're approaching it in a healthy way, that's the universe saying that it is not meant for you. You need to move on. I'm like, well, crap, I've been moving on time after time after time. <laughs> I keep moving on and I keep thinking, you know, I okay, so this job is different. You know, this job will be better. This will be, you know, healthier. Um, however, I was miserable. I was just, you know, punching a clock and I, and I used to have a passion for that cooking, you know, putting my energy into it and providing for guests, you know, a very excellent and noteworthy experience. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, that sort of, that diminished over the last few years here where I was just like, 
losing that passion and getting more into my spiritual calling. And a lot, I've noticed a lot more coworkers and a lot of other people would come to me for counseling more. And mm-hmm. I was also finishing up some Reiki at that point. Um, so it all just kind of like married itself to perfectly. You know what? take this job and, you know, stick it where the sun don't shine. I am out of here, you know, like kind of thing. Like I didn't say it that way, but that's kind of what I felt, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm just leaving. Um, This is not meant for me energetically anymore. I am out of here. Like I got bigger fish to fry. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to help people. Uh, You know, um, you know, that's what originally I thought I was hired on to is to help people, you know, these these people instill like a greater practice. And but no, Um, I love that part of stories, you know, like everyone that is coming on the podcast, like they're going through this life that is misaligned because that's like most of us. That's what we experience. Like you don't come here and have like the perfect life aligned since birth right <laughs> so we yeah. have to experience stuff yeah. and and then you got this this moment right that that breakthrough moment where you've been facing resistance and resistance and you're trying your best to just like move ahead and like continue keep pushing you know yeah. and then like i'm very interested in that 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 moment that exact moment where you're going like no this is it I have have had just enough of that and I'm stepping outside this because you've been in that dark side, uh, dark night of the soul for quite some times. And then you were still working in, in environment. And I I know I've been working in restaurants as well. This, this is hard. This is a hard job. Like kudos to everyone that is working in that area, Mm -hmm. because no matter where you are in the restaurant, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. I have it's undying hard. respect to anybody who's in the industry for more than four years. They get oh, my yeah. lifetime of, of respect <laughs> and gratitude. Like I'll, I'll always, when like, even when I go out to eat, I know like what it's like. So I will always tip like way more than, you know, yeah. um, and you know, the tipping culture is a thing that's been in a huge debate here as well. Like, shouldn't they just already be getting a living wage to begin with? Like, yeah. Yes. Like, and the whole culinary industry, even like nobody really makes a living wage unless you're in upper management, which is really sad. Yeah. Because there's a lot of great workers out there just breaking their back uh, for somebody to get a cheap meal just so they can complain about it on Yelp. <laughs> yes. So yeah. It's hard. And like being in that dark night of the soul and like realizing that there is more to life and like keep being in that environment. Like, how was that yeah. for you? So to keep going through that uh, time and time again, I thought, okay, so this will make me stronger. Uh, I will learn from this day. I will learn from the next day and I will continue. And I thought, I, you know, I kind of purposely kept putting myself into these situations as a means for growth, as a means for development, because right. I knew that, that this wasn't going to be my forever job. Mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to help people eventually. So I kept putting myself into very difficult uh, situations, knowing that I could learn from them and eventually heal from them. Yes, it was to some detriment to myself. However, you know, because I needed to come home and lick my wounds for a while and like shut everything out, like go do some grounding, you know, be alone for a while. (laughs) Um, Just 
Yeah. And even the equipment like has this vibration to it that that would just throw me off. Like I, mm. I, I was getting like super sensitive to that. Um, microwaves is another thing. Don't mm. started on. But anyway, um, so I was dealing with that on a day-to-day basis by coming home and meditating. I would have this like strict practice, like waking up, meditating, you know, um, having like a healthy diet, like getting grounded, listening Mm. to all these different frequencies that do different things to my brain, you know, like, um, uh, and getting really into the research on that. And, uh, and now I feel comfortable enough because I know it works on me and I can definitely tell more of a a difference having a distance from that, um, that I can also help, you know, administer that with other people and, and, and have that confidence that, you know, this is going to work. I've even, uh, with a couple of clients have been able to reverse Alzheimer's using sound frequencies. So That's amazing. yeah. Oh That's my God. I mean, it surprised the living daylights out of me even. And when they, cause I would work with a doctor, like I'm not a doctor, but you know, the doctor's advice always goes first and I can work in tandem with a doctor yeah. for additional care. So I would just do you know, some simple sound frequencies and med- guided meditations and mm. things like that. And some, you know, Reiki uh, and some educational th- things. And boy, this is that beautiful. Um, and so just having a part in that was like all the fuel I needed. I'm like, you know what? I, I got this. You know, I'm going to take that leap. And a lot of us recently, even like this last spring, so many of us took that leap. And I felt that. Like, it's not just me, like it's, it's you, it's, it's so many others like us out there who are like in this like awesome, like transformative energy. And we're all collectively raising the vibrations of, of everything. And we're, we are truly entering into our golden age by helping repair all this stuff. We're leading by example. Our children are seeing this and our children are even brighter and, and more in tune and, and more intelligent than we could have ever imagined. Just imagine, you know, like the way that we're paving for them, like what our next generation, what that's going to look like throughout the world. And that's passion enough. That's drive enough for me alone. Like bet. All right, fine. You know, I'll go through whatever the heck I need to go through because I know my children are going to have an awesome time in this environment, um, along with everyone else's children and, you know, the future generations. When yes. I'm getting, um, and that just I, like, I totally agree uh, with that. Yeah. This is like you can see them when you meet that those those younger generation the Gen Z and the Gen Alpha, I think <laughs> they just named them like yeah. two new generation. It goes super quickly now. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're amazing. I have three girls like between the age of six and twelve, and they they just amaze me. How like yeah. smart and sensitive and open and able to reflect at six. Like yeah. Like what? Like, I was playing Barbie at six. Like I was fighting with my sister about like that Barbie, you know? Yeah, I was He-Man and Lincoln Logs, Legos, you know, <laughs> like sticks outside kind of thing. Um, we we grew up like as we witnessed the birth of the internet and mm. um, the birth of the information era. And we're all always worried like, okay, the kids, are they getting too much screen time? I'm like, 
they know when enough is enough. Like they know yes. when to stop. I'm like, I would always suggest it, but they always know. And they all, you know, they're like, hey, dad, did you know about this red shield? You know, you can filter the blue light automatically. I'm like, I love that you know that. And I love that you're coming to me for that. So thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but you're so freaking smart, like just knowing <laughs> that stuff. And I really think like, we need to give them a little bit more faith as far as that kind of stuff goes. And it's more our egos trying to uh, yeah. catch that up. Right. And yes. <laughs> yes. Like, okay, even <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even this morning for me, I was like, well, you girls, aren't you tired of just like looking at people living their life on YouTube? Like, are, are you, are you oh. going to just like live your own life at one point? You know, I was, I was kind of triggered <laughs> and they were like mom chill you know like this is cool yeah. like we know what we're doing this is this is cool we're cool and i'm like yeah. okay that's cool i'm gonna take my chill pill and just trust that <laughs> you know what you're doing it's so hard for us to do as parents I know. It is yes. so hard. like oh yeah okay i trust you to do the right choices i, I mean you know even them knowing that we're trusting them to have the right choices that i think that instills them to make the better choices a lot more yes. instead of like when my parents were like do as i say not what i do oh and like just because i told you so why can't you be more like your sister and that sort of thing i'm like okay watch me watch me hit that self-destruct button just to defy you Yes. Um, instead of like having the, the nurturing parents, like saying, okay, you know, I trust you to make the right choices and I will be here to catch you when you fall. Yes. And I will be here to help educate you and what choices, like how you can make a better decision in the future. Like instead of teaching them what to think, like how to think, yes. like that is yes. paramount. Um, yes. And that's, I think, like a lot of the homeschooling and the unschooling is gaining a lot more movement and yeah. momentum now um, with this whole online stuff that's happened as Advent, as the pandemic kind of played out. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like it kind of backfired on, on those like the cabal where, you know, we went within as a collective, we went within to heal and we reached mm -hmm. out through the web and through the, the Internet to like be there for each other to help learn from each other and to help you know just oh it's so beautiful this so be yes agree like, everybody was is just been growing exponentially ever since then and i and i can feel it we're all along for this ride uh it's just amazing and so that's kind of like what got me into like wanting to get into like the youtube thing um mm -hmm. And be like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this to heal my throat chakra more. Like it needed needed to be done. And right. I like had a very diminished throat chakra. Even you know, you'd think like as a chef, you know, you'd have that communication, but it was wasn't always the greatest. You know, it was very um, like more direct. Like do it. Yeah, do you're it. like yeah in the like, moment and like more directive. Yeah, is yeah, it is more concise and more clear instead of coming with compassion from yes. a very it wasn't always from a love center kind of thing. <laughs> um so the the rune readings kind of spoke with me as part of my heritage. I'm half Norwegian. Mm -hmm. Um and so I I did pick some uh, Norse runes for that and I even and, and I know it kind of goes like not really with the whole rune thing like I even teach like hand mudras um and and solfeggio frequencies and the colors and the crystals and stuff like that just to go along with it and it's all beautiful like i want to share all of it all at once i mean blah, <laughs> like all this information um 
So I'm, I love it. I love it because now I'm, I'm kind of fine tuning that, that with the YouTube. Right. And um, I'm going to be doing like more intense rune readings and like having a part one and a part two. Um, so I know like my, my content's been getting a little on the long side, like around the 40 minute mark, like 30 yes. to 40 minutes. Yes. I've noticed. Yeah. So um, I, there's just so much like I want to share and like go into it. So I think I'll just do like a part one and part two of it. Like do like a little intermission, you know, like maybe have a little cartoon character going across the screen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it'd why be not? something cute, something fun. Yeah, why not? Right. Maybe like a yeah. little end of the rune or something. <laughs> yeah. Let's have fun with it. Like it's, it's yeah. really better. Like, yeah, you know? life's too short to not have fun with it. I don't exactly. care if it looks not professional to someone else. Like I love it. And, yeah. it's, and it's being effective as far as me communicating to the collective, like you take it or leave it kind of thing. Um, and I really like that kind of prospect too. And it's not really an, uh, an ego driven or a toxic frame of mind too. And I'm just saying, take it or leave it either. It's like, I would rather you just, you know, keep your opinion to yourself if you don't like it kind of thing. Um, yes. you know, and if like, Oh, like your, our parents always said, you know, say something nice or don't say it at all. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, more or less when my sister were fighting and my sister and I were fighting all the time, but you know, that's, a, <laughs> that's another kind <laughs> of worms. But um, when so, I kind of like take, taking a lot of that into consideration and every day is like a new lesson, every day is a new um, aspect that I get to share. So I wish I could do the rune readings every single day. However, um, uh, with my like culinary background, I also do herbalism. I grow my own herbs here. I distill them in my kitchen. I bottle them myself. I'll even do blessings and throw in some like tiny crystals in with them. Um, I do like the spray bottles and I do like the droppers. Um, yeah, uh, it's really cool because it's like you can actually use it on your skin. It's not like the stuff you buy at Walmart um, or, or even it's comparable to like, I don't want to say like, but okay, doTERRA is kind of comparable to that, but except, you know, like we're cutting out all the middlemen. It's not as much of a pyramid schemey kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we're uh, doing this, um, my family and I, uh, where we're growing the herbs, you know, here in Wisconsin. Yes, it is tough. We do have like indoor lighting and plants yeah. like everywhere around the house. So you don't plant. <laughs> <laughs> and we love it because, you know, we get to snack on them too. We get to incorporate them with our family meals. Yes. We get to, um, you know, share uh, the same plants, get to get loved and then shared with whoever gets to, you know, purchase what whatever oil or extract or whatever it is. Um, uh, from that. So I also do that. So that's why, you know, runes are like every three days, I, I need time to take care of the plants. Also do yes. counseling, also do Reiki. I'm in a very, a lot of spiritual fairs to like, you know, um, wellness or holistic fairs. And I'm like, I'm in those like every weekend. And when I get back, my voice is so hoarse. <laughs> but talking to these people, like all the time, like a lot of people are coming. <laughs> EMF and Rife frequencies um, are like two little wands that I get to use and they emit like this really cool frequency and it's measured up to like eight feet in diameter, like this big Taurus field of energy and it's a big electromagnetic field pulse. But that's very a lot more limited because people with medical implants aren't able to participate mm. in something like that because it does amplify them. 
Um, it doesn't right. it doesn't short them out, but it does amplify them. So it could cause something like somebody who has a defib in their heart, like it could cause it to go off. Hmm. Like, um, so we don't want that. Nope. <laughs> right? um, we don't some, we don't want somebody's hearing aid to you know squelch you know like super high pitch you know kind of thing. But it is very <laughs> passive. It's used a lot in sports medicine for like physical mm. injuries. However, I sleep next to it a lot of times and like just for like okay. Recently, I've been working on my root chakra again, so I'll just have you know the 396 hertz solfeggio just going on through it, and it, there's something I could just nice and passively you know absorb mm. as i'm going throughout the day so that's like we're all multifaceted beings with multifaceted yes. interests and i i always use whatever healing has worked on me first uh and then like offer it to somebody else then so that's like, amazing yeah it's amazing so like when you were doing all those things when you were cooking when you mm. were still a chef yeah like, like, how did that happen? You know, like you were using those tools and then like, why? Like, was it like not enough? Like you were trying to like regulate yourself, right? For yeah. From the, the cooking industry and like trying to get back into your own self. And, and yeah. where did you reach that point of like, this is not enough. I cannot just do this and meditate and be okay with going to cooking and like yelling yeah. and like distress and <laughs> <laughs> it came came it really came down to where my heart was and how much mm. emotion and feeling i was invested in it because with, with with the culinary background i always thought you know what what we put into our bodies greatly affects the outcome of who we are so like you are what you eat, you know, as the old adage says, you know, and that's very true. And a lot of what we experience can be healed through what we put into our bodies, like whether it's ginger or, you know, more veggies or, you know, other other amazing plants and veggies and other things out there. Right. Um so I always had that firm doctrine, that firm belief of like, okay, this is holistic. This is the way, you know, a culinary aspect of things should work to where, you know, you're having a good, healthy offering for people. But okay. So with here in Wisconsin is fish fry Fridays, prime rib Saturdays, and that's what people do. And that's, you know, now they don't care how deep fried something is. You can fry it three times and it'll, they'll say it makes it taste better. You know, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with here. Um, but it's it's not so like restaurants tend to gravitate to where the money is. Right. So they, they want to yes. go to the practices like of the public and like and respond to what the public wants instead of, um, you know, like, hey, you know, we're, we're having an obesity, uh, you know, kind of thing going on. Let's, let's offer like two more salads on our menu and, and, you know, eliminate one deep fried item or something yeah. like that and just show that we're being healthy, health, health conscious. So I kept meeting adversity with uh, situations such as that. Um, mm -hmm. And like my heart was not in it as much when I kept getting the, that, that struggle of the adversity, like even, uh, communication wise would always be broken down or, or gaslighting, you know, I would be gaslit uh, quite mm. often where they would say, you know, we, we had this conversation. I'm like, Oh yeah, we did. Did we? Okay, sure. Yeah. I, 
you know, do you have a recording of it? Because apparently I missed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. and so I eventually one day I, I walked in and they had like a, a whole bunch of stuff like all just laid out and they said, Okay, Eric, this is your problem now. And no, no like warning, no, no uh phone call. You know, because I was on phone call 24-7, I was the upper management, right? Like, no warning whatsoever. They just had, like, all this product laid out and, like, all these people, um, like, kitchen and, you know, wait staff people around, you know, looking at this, like, wondering what the heck they do with this problem. And, you know, when I said, okay, like, okay, this is what we can do to resolve this issue. You know, we we can prep it up. You can do this. That needs to be thrown out. You know, this needs, okay, just starting directing traffic and delegating, right? Um, and they said, well, we're not going to do that. You need to take care of all of this. And they flat out, like, told me that, like, even, okay, so the other management, like my boss, the wait staff manager, and my uh, who is supposed to be my equal um, in the kitchen management were all, were all three of them like attacking me, saying, "Okay, you need to deal with this." And I said, "Do I really though?" Hmm. And I said, "You know what? This is it. This this is the straw that broke the camel's back." And, and you know what? Part of me thinks that you you're asking me to do this because you know that it'll push me away. So you know what? You asked for this, and you're 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 receiving a hundred percent of what you asked for. Hmm. I'm here. So So that uh, was, that was the the official breaking point of like, I'm not making this shit anymore. Yeah. I was, I was stressed out to the point of tears and I Hmm. don't cry very often. Um, Usually it's tears of joy. (laughs) (laughs) If I do like, because I just appreciate things so much, like I have an agape love, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And like, I love everybody. And like, my, my heart is huge. Like my, my cup overfloweth for the collective. And like, I love, I would rather cry over the overabundance of love than, than all the hardships and strife out there. But I was caught crying in that moment of the hardships and strife. And I say, I can't, this is affecting me in such negative ways that I can't allow it to affect me anymore. Yeah. It keeps dragging me down day after day after day. And I keep having to do self therapy and, you know, I'm using all these therapies I have set aside for other people to, you know, kind of establish some sort of a foothold in the community and for the practice and everything. I'm using all of that on myself and I don't even have time for anybody else. Yeah. Because because I'm I'm constantly healing from this 3D job, hmm. and it was so toxic, right? And I know like a lot of us out there are feeling that way. Like a lot of us want to go like to the bar after work, or yeah. or go socialize and and be like, oh yeah, you know, so and so really sucks. Oh yeah, let's jump on that bandwagon, and, you know, and get a group of us together and let's all bash one another. Like, no, no, that's not the way it works, people. Come on. Yeah. Like, okay, how about you go home and you hug your family, you know? Like, how about even if you live alone? Like, just go home, put your feet on the grass. When is the last time you and I love I love asking people this too in the three that are in the 3D, like a lot of factory workers around here too. Yeah. And I say, well, when is the last time you put your feet in the grass? Like on purpose. Yeah. 
And they would really have to think and struggle to think. Yeah. The fact that you have a pause there lets me know that you need to do it. Like, yeah. like just go sit in the grass, be under a tree, go hug a tree. I don't care. Look silly. I don't care. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what other people think of you when, when they see you hugging a tree. It really doesn't, dude. Like, yeah, be the tree hugger. Yeah. <laughs> be the be the grass sitter. Like, go out there and, and just heal yourself. Do things in a healthy way, right? Um, so that's kind of like what I was doing um, and getting into these therapies that I have, like self-reiki because I mm. would have a knee injury or I have like multiple times over Achilles tendonitis, um, you know, mm. dealing with that where I can barely walk because I'm so just worn out from work. Yeah. I would put on like eight miles, no kidding, with a pedometer, eight miles a day. Uh, just walking like so much, you know, in, in that industry and everything was like, go, go, go high stress. You know, yeah. go, go. Um, and they, so they were short steps, right. And like very quick steps and mm -hmm. a lot of dancing around tight quarters with a lot of dangerous equipment, knives, yeah. or hot grease, you name it. And so like super high stress, not a very thankful job. And I was like, okay, guys, that is it. <laughs> we're, we're done. <laughs> Like I, I've hit rock bottom with you guys and there's nowhere to go, but up and I greatly look forward to it. I, I took that leap of faith. It was scary. It was so scary. Hmm. I, I was in this like self therapy, like for a week after I did that. And I just like closed myself in my room and I meditated hmm. like no other. I, you know, would of course go outside, you know, and do some grounding work. I'd go for barefoot walks around the park, you know, into the water, you know, wade in the water. That's mm. beautiful for healing emotions, y'all. Even even watching water for 20 minutes will have a tremendous effect on your emotions, right? So if you even if you're just sitting at the park, you know, watching the water, you know, so you're getting your your grounding, you're getting your emotional balance, right? You're yeah. you're doing a lot of that. So I I'm like, heck yeah, I can do this every day. And yeah. I do. Ever since then, I get to do that every day. I get to heal people. I get to have this big smile on my face every day, waking up with like overflowing gratitude for all this awesome energy. And you know what? Since I made that decision, I've gotten confirmation after confirmation from divine, like um, all these signs coming at me. Like I, I use numerology quite a bit. So I get a lot of these angel number hits um, or spirit guides. I get a lot of those sort of hits too. Like like little baby rabbits or dragonflies, you know, um, you just, divine's always trying to talk to us. It's always up yeah. to us to listen is we're the antenna. Right. Yeah. So, and, and so that's the whole chakra system is like, that's the antenna for divine to communicate with us. So I'm like, it's up to us to always listen. So it could be yeah. that high pitched ringing in your right ear. When you get that, you Pay attention to what's going on around you because divine's like got a huge message for you. Usually that's an animal or usually that's like, oh, look at what time it is. You know, look up that number. Um, you know, mm. it's little practices like that, that like you get that confirmation that you need in that moment. And I guarantee you it works. It works 100% of the time. Like it is always going to be steering you in the right direction. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Like, ah, That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. Since I, I'm living a more aligned way of like going through my days, right? Like, I've, I've been seeing those numbers, those aligned yeah. number all the time. It's just like every time I'm just like checking what time is it? It's like, 
111 yeah. or 222 or like I'm, I'm i'm watching a movie i will hit pause and then it's gonna be like all the same numbers like 45 yeah. 44 minutes 44 seconds that i just hit paused on like you know <laughs> yeah like it's just like all over the place right yeah when you get those repeated numbers that's like even a bigger sign but i i even challenge people to say okay look up even the oddball numbers like eight four seven or something like that you know like mm. just numbers that don't even seem to add up and i guarantee you there's a message in there for you as well it's not just when it's like angel numbers like repeating numbers but i really like um palindrome numbers to like when they're the same on either side like seven one seven six four right. six um you know six three six like i mean like what's the difference between six four six six three six you know and i like like diving into that and like awesome knowledge and there you go yeah. awesome knowledge and you know it is backed by science it is it's all backed by science it's um that's amazing einstein even calls it spooky action at a distance that's quantum <laughs> physics it is quantum theory at its best and you know what science is agreeing more with spirituality than it ever has in the past and you know pretty soon the the two of them will be almost indiscernible i i can almost see that coming up you know like we have this advent of ai and stuff and people are all worried about that i think it could be a really beautiful thing though i think too yeah yeah um, i agree with that it can be a really beautiful thing. We just need to learn how to deal with it. And yeah, like it's a tool, right? Yeah. So it's like social media is a tool. Like a lot of people say, oh, you know, I like this one over that one because this one's been good to me. This one's been bad to me. I'm like, really, they're all tools. So like you're just telling me like this tool because you use it in a better way. And this tool, you just don't take good care of it. So therefore, it's not a good tool. Otherwise, yeah. in somebody else's hands, that's a perfectly good tool, you know? Yes. Um, yeah, that's that's the way I like to kind of describe it. Like the, that social media is kind of the tool thing. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. So we were talking er earlier before we we started to record. We were talking about the rune system, and yeah, I uh, wanted like I had this intuition of asking you to do a short a short reading because sure. I, I've never experienced that before, and I think the the viewer would really enjoy that. Okay, so shall we have a question for the viewers then? Do, would you like to ask a question for the viewers or shall I just intuit? Hmm. Viewer's choice or, you know, your, your host's choice, hostess's yeah, choice. Like a question for yeah. the, the viewing. Let's say... Like, could it, could it be anything? Like, what would be the next subject that I should talk about? Next subject you should talk about? Yeah, sure. It can be, it can be anything. Um, so you want to go into your next subject? Like maybe um, partnerships and your gifts? How about that? This is Gibo. This is the rune of partnerships. Uh, so a lot of us are entering into those new partnerships a lot, uh, like especially with this uh, new moon coming up, right? Uh, this in less than a week. So we're starting new things. We're we're instilling new practices, and and we're wanting like this blue moon is like a second chance of that illumination coming to fruition, right? Um, so those spiritual gifts are on the increase. Um, so this, this is amazing. Is, yeah, this is um, Theresa. Us. This is the thorn. This is the giant. This is Thor's hammer. So everything we need to do 
um, it needs to be done thoroughly. Like when we have a thorn in our side, we don't want to pull out part of the thorn and be okay with it. We don't want to say hi to the giant and, you know, kind of sidestep it. Like we want to, we all, we need to address these issues thoroughly. Right. So moving forward, like it, it's calling for like a firm and quick, you know, like Thor's hammer is a lightning strike. It needs to be very clear communication as to either uh, building or letting go of what is going to be this transitional period for you. Uh, you're asked to get into grounding work more. This is the ox rune. Hmm. So this is like more of your natural healing, more of your natural vitality um, and, and getting out into nature. Right. So a lot that's more into like the ox being into the grounding work. I, I always say that's more the grounding rune is like Taurus, if it were a zodiac sign, because hmm. we have nothing but great things to look forward to as far as building our um, legacies. This is the rune of legacy. This is Othala. This is our paradigms, our things that we pass down into future generations. Hmm. Okay. This is literally like the um, um, home or or uh, a religious concept or belief, something that gets passed down to another generation. So this is going to move and and, and really affect those sort of things. Um, and, you know, the possible outcome of that is all in abundance. This is Fehu. This is the first rune of the, of the Elder Futhark alphabet, right? So this literally means cattle or abundance or wealth. Um, so with a lot of that wealth comes a lot more of added responsibilities. So we're asked to nurture in a very healthy way our responsibilities moving forward. Okay, one more rune for you. And yeah. so let's go with a healed divine masculine. Successful planting of a seed. That's what this is, y'all. This is uh, Inguas. This is the God Frere's um, rune. Also, this is fertility, peace, and plenty. Like this is divine healing of the masculine coming up. So I love that. We're going for a ride. This is amazing. We, that's so funny because before we started to record, we actually were talking about healing uh, the divine masculine. So it's, yeah. it's pretty amazing. And I feel like this podcast and the people that are listening to this podcast right now, like it's all it's all about partnership. It's all about building a community and building intimacy and relationship. And sure. and I feel like this is this is the actual legacy that we can bring to the next generation or part of one legacy that I want to bring forward, because I feel like wherever we're going, this virtual space is amazing. And yeah we need to interact with each other not with text but with words and even though we're like apart we're not like able to touch each other but the fact that we're creating a space where we can exchange that's the thing too um we're able to infect change among others just by leading by example right and so that's interesting because i pulled that heart chakra token yeah. Um, so I always pull a, a chakra token at the end of my readings as well, just to kind of go over like an additional like therapy that we could use or something like that. So the mudra is like this beautiful, like opening up of the lotus blossom that we get to hold yes. in front of our heart and listen to that wonderful 639 hertz solfeggio frequency. Mm -hmm. um, but um, so our heart has this 
energetic field that's measured by science. Like it goes like about as far or even further than you can reach your arms. Like, isn't that amazing? Because we can still, even though we have this great distance, we can still affect one another with our heart energy, with our heart field. Like, I mean, that's quantum physics at its best, right? You can walk into a room and always feel its energy. Yeah. Right. And everyone, nobody can deny that. And, but you can also like have like, somebody's got this infectious laughter or this awesome smile. They're just a magnetic personality and their heart chakra just like rubs up against yours. And you're starting <laughs> to feel that light and that levity. And it's like, it's so beautiful. And then we get to affect each other in these wonderful ways. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm so yeah. happy for your um, uh, podcast as well, because this is a beacon right? This is like a shining light of, of facilitating your, you're creating this space for all these wonderful individuals on here. Like I've had some tough acts to follow on here. Like come on, <laughs> some, you are all amazing out there. Like, thank you. Um, you're, you're all great out there. And, and this is, I, I compliment you and this, this podcast, this is such a beautiful space that you've created and to help facilitate healing, to help uh, other people get like this sort of information and, you know, the sort of relation to like, Hey, you know, I've experienced some of that too. You know, I could see my, a little bit of me and that person and, yeah. you know, what did they do to heal? Hmm, let's, let's listen in on that, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it just it just kind of happened like that, you know, like I've, I've reached out and mo mostly like I would say like 98% of the people that have reached out are about are all about uh, healing in different modalities mm. and and having having their takes on yeah. the way they're going through at that, at that thing, you know, and their stories and like seeing the shift like to actually notice that shift you know from let's say the 3d world to the 5d let's say that let's let's yeah. call it that tonight today <laughs> oh yeah i firmly believe we're shifting already yeah so so like to to notice that to witness that and to share that it, it makes it possible for the world to see that that this is happening this is not just a youtube channel of like I'm saying stuff like I'm actually wanting to witness all kinds of story that are like people that actually went through that thing, like all together in one place for people yeah. to be like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is happening. You know, <laughs> this is just happening. This is it. You know, like it's got goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is just happening. And, and let's be part of it. You know, like, yeah. let's. Yeah. Let's create this revolution together. Yes, yes. I, I feel like I chose the right title. I think you did. Like, um, <laughs> you know? it's it's not even a sort of anarchist. It's just like, hey, you know, like we're we're understanding that this is needed. This a change is needed, and we're all feeling that. We've always, you know, kind of felt this intangible sort of like a change needed, but what is yeah. that exactly it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't matter what all these labels are just be just be the best version of you that you want to be like be the you that you wanted to be when you were growing up yeah and and you know just lead by example just be that beautiful individual that you are and everyone else like what their opinions are of you doesn't really matter so much when you're operating from that love center Yes. Right. And so yes. when we're just creating that space and facil facilitating that space together, it's just 
such a wonderful harmony. Like we all have different mm -hmm. frequencies that we're vibrating together in like this beautiful chorus. And it's, it's so astounding. Like um, that intangible then will become tangible and we won't know what it's called until well after the fact. Yes. Like, yes, we are. We're on this golden age trip. Like we're on, we're on the cusp of this, right? Yes, it is happening. Like we are at the beginnings of that full on revolution. And I don't believe we'll see uh, the, the change of the transition, like our, the full fruition of it in our lifetimes, Marigold, you and yeah. me, but um, like our grandchildren definitely will. Um, yeah. and we're, we're, we're seeing the start of that ripple effect, right? Yeah. Like I've never been surrounded with that many people, even though it's like mostly virtual, like yeah. I feel, I feel everyone of the people that are listening to this podcast, everyone that is like commenting on the podcast or, you know, like it, it doesn't matter how I feel that by gathering so many like people that are thinking in the same direction like yeah. we can we can feel it even though we we're not like exactly seeing it like when i'm going out in the in that 3d world like we were at that baseball game the other day and yeah. i was like oh shit oh yeah that's that's right this is happening also you know <laughs> like I, I forgot like i almost forgot that there was like this other world that is like not stuck i won't say stuck but that is still at at some level right that yeah. they're not like yeah, already ready maybe to go and and as i was saying the other day i was like it doesn't matter if you're eating meat or if you want to be vegan if your goal is to eat healthy like it doesn't matter where how it shows up because yeah. for you it's going to be this and for you it's going to be this and for me it's going to be something else and it doesn't matter if we can all agree uh on like we want to be healthy I love that. Um, even uh, Frederick Nietzsche, he, say, he said, uh, you have your way, I have my way. As for the right way, the correct way, the only way, it does not exist. Except for, I would like to argue the point, love. Love is always yes. the way. Yes. Uh, so, yes. But love in a certain way is, is but to love divine uh, is always going to be the way. Like um, for other people that will look differently but when it comes down to it you're operating from a love space so that's the only part where i would disagree with that quote but <laughs> right yeah but, i yeah. agree with that it's it yeah so when you're coming from that love space it doesn't matter because we're all going in the same direction like it doesn't matter if you you want to call yourself like christian or spiritual or buddhist or it doesn't matter if we're all going in the same direction like the people that want that are more like aligned with the christianity they're going to go with this person and and that's going to be the group that's going to move forward in in this direction and and we're all having a way you know to bring stuff forward and we can all attract different people and that's the ripple effect that is going to be oh, yeah. created you know by us stepping into an aligned an aligned way like we're going to attract yeah. all kinds of people all kinds of different people you're going to attract so many people that i'm not going to attract because like and vice versa it doesn't matter yeah and and the fact that we're all going in the same direction we're just bringing more people in oh yeah I love this, like the divine examples that we're all leading from in, in healthy, um, loving ways, uh, just by being ourselves, by being unique, by putting ourselves out there confidently with a secure sense that, you know, divine's got my back. 
Um, that's all, that's all we really need. And, you know, let everything else fall into place, um, with divine guidance and just always in a sense of gratitude for whatever comes along, even if that ends up being a hardship, right? Because there's always a, a lesson in that. Always, always. And there's always going to be like, for, from my experience, I cannot tell for everyone, but from my experience, I've been through all kinds of dark shit <laughs> and it always leads to something bigger, greater, more beautiful. It, it's like, even though it's, it's hard and it's like yucky and tricky and, and by me keeping the focus on what's, what the real deal hill is here, yeah. like instead of like raveling or spiraling down into like this is my experience, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> just like moving through this experience, like knowing that this is just an experience, right? Yeah. And yeah, it's you're we, gonna move through it, and something else is gonna happen after. We came here to learn. Like I, I have a feeling like our souls were drifting along, and then there's like this 3D net that we got snagged into, and <laughs> we we had to learn something in order to get out of that net and to like proceed on our journeys. Like we're all here to learn, um, and what that is doesn't even matter. Like exactly. we don't need to put a label on anything. Like we don't need to put a label on, on friendships, on, on, on love, on, you know, strife, on misunderstandings on failures on, on anything. We don't need labels on that. Y'all like a lot of that divine feminine versus divine masculine. I got like really into that, like, especially with the toxic divine masculine being represented in a lot of females um, and wanting to represent more of the divine masculine out there. Mm -hmm. Like this, me and like for a lot of the spiritual men out there uh we are too few and far in between as a result of that mm -hmm. and we're seeing a little bit more of that divine masculine coming forward now which is really beautiful and uh you know i'm calling on you men out there like don't be shy let's do this come on i know you're yes <laughs> yes Let's yeah. do this. I cannot wait to see all those men just stepping out and like leading, leading yeah. themselves like into something that makes a lot more sense that when than what we have experienced so far. Yeah. Yeah. And forget the stigma. Like, you know, a, a lot of the stigma around here where I live um, is probably the same with a lot of where you all live, too, is where. Um, oh, you know, he's he's into spiritualism. Oh, he's got to be either gay or, you know, this way or that way or um, that he has to be like super femi or something like that. I'm like, no, you know, dude, I'm just like comfortable being me. Right. Mm. Um, I can I can be in my divine feminine and in my divine masculine. And I practice balance of both of them. And so should yeah. you. Um, and, you know, I'm just not being in the ego. So fellows out there um let's work on that divine masculine healing the world needs more of it we need to create spaces for all these divine feminine out there uh so that they can heal their divine masculine as well um and you know maybe we we need to uh take a, a page from them and also be healing our divine feminine while we're working on that and just be okay with coming out coming forward like it's almost like, oh, yes, I'm going to be coming out of the closet. Oh, my goodness. Like, no, it's not like that. Uh, it's just like coming forward, speaking your voice, heal that throat chakra, 
un, undo that crappy trauma that you were, you were programmed with when you were growing up because you weren't given the education to, to deal with that sort of yeah. stuff growing up. You were always expected and demanded from and like you, you weren't nurtured the way you ought to have been. And it's time you heal and recognize that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. That's where we're at. Even with the divine feminine, I feel like it it takes a lot of space right now. And I feel that this is amazing. And it's all about that balance because I don't, not because I'm a woman, I'm a, I'm only a divine feminine. I'm also in that divine masculine and, mm -hmm. and to be able to, you know, shift because sometimes I do need to be like in action and in something more structured and more supportive of myself, my children. And then sometimes I can, I, I, I'm more called to be in that caring and supportive, but not in the same way, you know, like the divine mm -hmm. masculine be supportive in a way that the, the divine feminine is like, it's another way, you know? And so I feel like we're all like, when we can move from one to another, mm -hmm. I think I think it's it's very amazing. Yeah, I love that when we're just holding space, right? Creating that space for the other to heal, then we're magically working on ourselves too. Like that quote that says, as I work to light the path for others, I also light my own path. It has more facets than just the spiritual path and the guidance, right? It has like that facet also where, like, hey, you know, you're holding space for your divine feminine in your life. By by doing that, you are healing and working on your divine masculine and vice versa. And like we all have those aspects, like we all have that dualistic part of, of that, like the divine feminine and divine masculineness. Um, it goes into the like the laws of the hermeticism. Um, yeah. And they're like the polarities of things, the the um you know uh and it, i could just go on for days but <laughs> yeah um, it's, it's like the yin yang right like we yeah. all have like this the two parts are together like we're yeah. not like separate you can't have one without the other and yes like you can't have light without dark because otherwise what would the light be like a lot of people say kill the ego i'm like no you want to have a healthy ego yeah you're gonna die <laughs> because that that might be that dark side of you that you need to work and balance that light out with. <laughs> like um you need to experience some of that dark in order to recognize it to know when it comes up to know that you know like what to do to heal like you need that balance in everything that we do it's yeah. like create like and everything we do, we should seek balance. Like even a little bit of wine is is occasionally good for you, like good for your vasculatory system and everything. But too much of it, you know, obviously, obviously it's bad, right? Um, yes. You know, even like meditation, you know, is really, really good for you. But too much of it can also be very bad. Um, yeah. And then you're like painting yourself into this little bubble and then you're basically a recluse or you're cocooning. Yes. And, and you, you're not experiencing the challenging, more healthy growth aspects of self. So, like, yeah. like and, balance. Yes, and I, I love that balanced analogy because if you ever tried to be in balance, like on, on a tread, on a string, or like on, on a, I don't know, what's the word? Like a tightrope? Yeah, like a tightrope. Like if you ever tried to be in balance, like you're never going to be just straight. 
like stock in balance, you know, mm -hmm. like you're always going to be like moving a little bit and yep. then you're moving from the light to the dark a little bit and from the feminine to the masculine a little bit, you know, you're not going to be like straight both like separated in the middle and like, you know, yeah. you're not going to be stuck in there. You're always going to be moving, finding that balance, you know, and it's always mm -hmm. like a matter of like, if you're, you're going too far in that side, like you're going <laughs> to fall. Right. And then you're yeah. gonna go, like, you're going to try to go, into that side and then you're gonna fall and then you just gotta be like a little bit on that side and a little bit on that side and you're just like moving through it yeah it's like a dance you know it's like yeah. that energetic wave you know like we're all going to have high points we're all going to have low points and that frequency and that vibration like even vibrations they're waves right and we're yes. we're basically uh vibration manifestation right um yeah. so i mean we're going to have high and low points too I, yeah. we can't we can always like be up and i just i think i went over this on my last rune video even like we're we can always be on the top of the wave and think we can see forever uh, <laughs> but, you know like we can always go right back down and you know just think that there's we can't see over the next wave so then you know like you must think that uh then you know you can overcome it because if you're if you're on that low point of the wave like just know that the next part is coming it's always coming like uh, for a lot of people who go through like their spiritual awakenings, like, oh, great, fine, Danny, you know, I'm this, I'm that, and I'm, I'm super like this, and I got all these intuitive hits, and I'm doing so great, and and then like a week later, they're like, oh man, I feel like crap. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So how was that wave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love, I love that analogy as well because yeah. I feel like emotions are like waves as well, you know, like, yeah. and I've, I've always like said to my kids, you know, like it's, it's, you just got to be present for that emotion, right? Because when you go in nature, you're never going to see like in the sea, you're never going to see like that wave coming in and just like staying there, you know, yeah. like the wave is not going to keep pushing, you know, it's going to retract at one point. It, it's, it never happened that the wave is just like, keep on pushing <laughs> like yeah. oh i'm here i'm here on that wave you know it's gonna just retract because that's what it does that's yeah. what nature does and yeah, so and it won't last forever, is, yeah know? it won't last forever because it's yeah. it's just not like that in nature so of course yeah. it's, it's so not gonna work like that for us it kind of goes hand in hand with like this golden age that's coming up yeah. we've gone through what four other golden ages or something like that in within the uh, mother earth or while uh humans have been in mother earth or I believe that's something like four, maybe five, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not a hundred percent on that, but we're, we're on the cusp of this next one. Right. Yes. Um, and we we are in a very unique experience, like where we get to find out why, you know, this collective amnesia hit us from all these other previous mm. experiences, like um, why, you know, certain things are being kept a secret, you know, and mm. all that fun stuff, like their wave, is, is ending like ours mm -hmm. is beginning um so it's really great and what a time to be alive what yes. a time to be alive wow yes yes the perfect time to be alive <laughs> yeah <laughs> amazing thank you so much this was just so enjoyable <laughs> thank you thank you yeah yes, thank you so for having the space thank you yeah thank you for noticing and witnessing that i will obviously link everything you're doing in the description below because i want people to reach out to you i think you're amazing you. and 
uh, yeah, I'm going to link that Facebook link of yours because you're doing lives in there. And I think this is very cool. And your YouTube cha channel is, it, it's, it's going really well. And your yeah. videos are like better every week. And I, I'm really enjoying those. Thank you. Yes, I'm um, just actually hit 100 subscribers just a couple days ago. And yeah. I think the, the whole channel is only about two months old. I'm, cool. I'm not paying for any of the subscribers or doing any gimmicky things. Just They're all <laughs> natural. So I love that. And I love every one of you for being a part of that. Thank you very much. I, I, I'm so thankful for this opportunity. So, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. All right. Well, we'll, we'll talk soon for sure. <laughs> we'll keep in touch. Definitely. And people, leave, leave comments in the description below and reach out to Eric like he's gonna be very much a help for you in your awakening <laughs> situation whatever it may be <laughs> yeah if not I'll point you to someone who will yes all right <laughs> all right thank you so much thank you thank you